He had the basket, the rim, and the net in his way. We could be going into extra innings here. Check this out. This is Offsides. Oh, hell yeah. Offsides. Oh. The podcast that's all about sports. Are you kidding me? And now, from the Offside Studios. Are you ready for this? Here are your hosts. I want winner. Nick B. Holy catfish! And Slow Mo. He's gone! Touchdown, Washington Redskins! Woo! All right. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Offsides Podcast. Um, thanks, everyone, for returning. Uh, we got a few things to talk about here, so we're going to try and crank one out, and uh, maybe we're going to get another one going here uh, in a couple days, so um, just stay tuned in. Notifications on. Back here, slow-mo. Got my buddy Nick B. in What's the up, studio. Man? Nick, Nick B's been having a rough go, guys. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, uh, yesterday I had... Uh, power outages because it's so damn hot in the Bay Area. Had this like leftovers of the damn hurricane come over and do a a, a high current and a low current. And all of a sudden we got you know unusual weather patterns, uh, thunder and lightning in August here in California, which is hella crazy. I woke up to a huge ass boom about three o'clock in the morning, and then the outside lights flickering like a Doc Brown from Back to the Future or something. Yeah, man. Um, and then uh, today, you know, I, I talked to you last night, shaking our heads about the damn power outages, you know, roving. And then today I was like, hey, man, uh, my internet's out. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, kept on getting man, the things. Been, and, we've been trying to get a pod out the last couple of days. So, um, I mean, yeah, but, it was uh, uh, between. It just wasn't in the cards. There, couldn't hear us. Sign. Couldn't you might have gotten electrocuted room. through your, like when you're little, and they're like, "Oh, you can't take a shower when it's when it's thunderstorms. You're gonna get electrocuted. Can't talk on the phone. Get off that yeah. phone. It's lightning out there. Get off that phone. Yeah, better get off so, for the next boom. Yeah, man. You're in it, trouble. Might have, it might have been a sign, you know. Today I got the uh, internet off, saying it'll be back at eleven. Eleven o'clock turned into three. Three turned into seven. Seven turned into ten. And then yeah, uh, I got off the phone with you, so I'm just gonna play with it. And it came yeah. back on. I can't do it. I can't. I mean, Bay Area is cool, man. We went to the Bay Area when we took a road trip and uh, came down, stopped and saw Buddy down there. San Fran was, was awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, taking the kids to Disneyland. It's when we were on a road trip. So it was a pretty wild, wild trip. But um Cali's cool. I don't I don't think I could live there. Um but then again I never thought I'd be living in Washington State either. So I was gonna ask you, uh yet here we are. Yeah, here we are. Um I was gonna ask you, uh back home or Washington State? Oh man, I don't know, man. So like my dad has a house in Bristol, Tennessee. Uh on a fairly quiet night you can hear a race, you know, the Bristol night race. Oh, okay. Um, so he's fairly close to the track. 
He's got like 60 acres. It doesn't have lake access, but it's like right by the lake. <clears throat> and so I, I, man, just going back to that part of the, the country, I mean, it is something about it. Just Appalachia, you know, I want to go home. It's, it's, I enjoy my visits. Yeah. Yeah. So well, just, just like way. you, just like but the you, food, I man, the food is what gets me. Cause that's what I miss. Do you know that they make that, that, uh, Barbecue Fritos. Barbecue like just, Fritos. Just barbecue Fritos, not the barbecue ranch twist bullshit. <laughs> barbecue Fritos. And no, they don't no. sell them out here. Like my dad would send me care packages of Texas Pete hot sauce and barbecue Fritos. So how um, hot is that hot sauce? It's not that hot. It's just for the flavor. I can't do Tabasco. I got to do Texas Pete. Like Tabasco is just too vinegary. You know, it's uh, funny that you said about hot sauce because uh, I was with my buddy this last weekend. And uh, hold on. Yeah. So uh, let's just say we're, uh, these are what do you gots here. We just jumped right into our what do you got segment. So, so uh a couple buddies. See, I've learned a long time ago not to uh, trust my other buddies from from down here with my other podcast. So oh, they wanted yeah. me to they wanted me to do the toe of Satan. Um, toe, uh, the toe of Satan lollipop, right? Toe of Satan. Yeah. And, and I said, hell no, nope. <laughs> Last time I tried one of those things, um, I, I wasn't too happy. I said, I'm getting older and wiser. Yeah, I ain't man. Doing it. They wouldn't have suckered me the first time. Well, the first one time I wanted to do it, which was fucking nuts. I don't know why. My limits. What did you guys eat? The chip? No, we had the chip and we also had the hottest pepper. But this, oh man, this right here is uh, nine million Scovilles. Yeah, dude, like pure cap. Nine million is like pepper spray. Yeah, I've had that too. Yeah, it's like pepper spray just right in your mouth. Mine Uh, was uh, right in my eyes. Pure capsaicin is at like 15 million but uh, i plucked some peppers off my garden um the other day some hungarian wax i wasn't and banana peppers they were good they were they were hot they were definitely hot my kid grabbed i think i had one or two sweet banana peppers but of course the sign that i had in the ground has gotten lost right right i have no idea what's what I mean, uh, a hot banana pepper looks like a sweet banana pepper. So um, she wanted to try it. I was like, listen, it might be hot. How was oh, she? It's fine. And then she took a bite of it. And then I'm pretty sure she had she got some seeds. I mean. She goes straight I to took, mom? Then I took a bite of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's, that's spicy. <laughs> Did she run straight mm-hmm. to mom? So, no, no, she went no. up. Uh, this was the eight-year-old. She went up. I was like, "Get some milk." What's what funny you is want? Like, Get some milk. Yeah. Whenever, so. whenever I do something or tell my kids to do something, they don't like it. They get you know something like that. They go run to mom. Mom, dad did this yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get tattled on all the time. You know, but, it's like you know that's dad life. You're my kid too. You know. Yeah, you know that's but, yeah. Kinda, when they yeah. get older and need money, we're sure, <laughs> sure our kids in, aren't they? 
yeah dad can yeah. i get 50 bucks like oh mm-hmm. man okay yeah. I, I, yeah i'm not ready for that yet my co-worker man he's a spanish guy he he moved on to greener pastures i guess but um not not in that sense he's still alive he he went on to work somewhere else and uh, he's an older guy and spanish guy and i remember his son came to work for us like two or three years ago he was like a a junior in high school or something so he was working the summer times right and uh <clears throat> he junior was telling me no or maybe maybe jose was telling me the the, the story um whatever either way it, it turns out like so junior's going out for a for a hot date on a friday night you know what i mean oh, junior in no. high school hits hits dad up for some money and dad's like all i got's a 50 so like he gave it to him and he was like bring me my change <laughs> there could be <laughs> no change like, i said man chewy learned a valuable lesson that day <laughs> i was like welcome to america man this is the big leagues down here yeah no you a uh, teenager man like you you just living free just living your best life dad hands you a 50 on a friday night like oh yeah bring me back the change he's like yeah yeah right thanks pops mm-hmm. thanks for that 50 bucks you made friday night even a better friday night i'm out of here yeah he's like oh yeah shit yeah i mean i was a heathen so i've just been like oh man we can score some weed and some booze with this oh man what I used to do is uh, me and my buddies used to go on the street and act like we're going to kick each other's ass, just play fighting <laughs> and see if any cars would stop to help us out. God. <laughs> oh, um, oh, did you see uh, did you see the King of bon- Bahrain's bodyguard? Yeah, that robot? Yeah, oh, Jesus dude. Christ. They said someone stole Cletus and gave it to that dude. Dude, it has like <laughs> 360 cameras in it and pistols yeah yeah it was crazy and i'm like jesus you know pretty soon there is not gonna be any human beings at all it's just all gonna be robots dude i couldn't help but think of the scene from robocop when that fucking i I knew robot goes goes rogue in that meeting you know what i mean fucking blast that guy dude that robot was walking like vince mcmahon man Dude, that struggling. robot, did you see his, like, desert camo chic thing that he had on? His, oh, yeah, like, yeah. silk vest that That's he had on? That's start laughing. Yeah, dude, that thing was, uh, that thing was gnarly, man. That, that was awesome. That, I mean, you know, good for him. Lie. It's, it's exciting. Good uh, for him. But, um, I can definitely see everything going south. Uh, <laughs> That's for sure, man. I, like, I want one of writing, those. The writing is on the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. You better treat that thing like a god. Yeah. Um, if not, like he's standing over your bed in the middle of the night, about to just murder you. Yeah. It's it's gonna yeah short circuit real quick. Do you ever see the interview with that uh, robot man? I'm gonna have to look it up and uh, get a soundbite for it for the next show. Let's do it's it. One of the wildest things I've ever seen. It's got like the the skin on on it, you know, okay. and it, and and this dude is interviewing this robot and the robot uses the internet. Basically it cross references like every word that it hears and replies accordingly. That's crazy. And he told the the interviewer, he was like, you know, 
basically like you're a pretty stand-up guy like i'm gonna have a spot for you in our in our people zoo when we take over you know and then gave a creepy like robot lot like <laughs> and everybody's just kind of like looking at each other like uh what the fuck did he just say you right. know like yeah like oh shit man maybe we should slow down on this you know like yeah that's crazy. It's like robots making us cringe over here and he's That's just crazy. having a good old time. Yeah. So it was pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I'll have to, it, it's, it's a pretty creepy thing. I'll have to get the name of it so everybody can look it up. Please do. Cause that'd be awesome to see. I'd like to see that movie. Um, so I guess let's get into some sports stuff. Um, Sounds good. Oh man. I mean, I know you guys get tired of hearing it. Um, Washington oh, football team is in the headlines yet again. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> and we haven't even played it down yet. We just started practicing the day pretty much. Oh, um, so we hired uh, Jason Wright. He's an ex NFL running back. Um, he's got a master's in business from University of Chicago. Um, he got hired as team president. Well, that's good. Football team. So he's uh, he spent seven years in a, as an NFL running back. He earned his MBA with high honors from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business. He became a partner for the global strategy and management consulting firm McKinsey and Company, and that's I guess a big uh, consulting firm. So um, you know, it, I I always get sucked back in. You know. This team does it, whether it's it's something that always just sucks me back in, but um, because you have to understand, folks, uh, the apathy is real with Washington football fans because we're just it's just a lack of giving a shit anymore. Whether it be good, bad, and different, like we just we don't care. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, like you know, you're basically. Uh, on the floor you're, you're at the end's end there's i mean you can't go any worse than what it is right now right <laughs> yeah that's and, that's probably the truest statement uh, uh, that i've mean, heard through so, all of this uh, and, and so i'm saying you know they change the name make it better which i mean we we've talked about this to me i don't think they should have changed the name but i get it i understand why i, I get yeah it. yeah um all this stuff about you know employees doing bad things to women which is which is terrible um them doing this stuff, what they're doing, uh, they hired a, a lady as their head um, radio announcer, right? Yeah, their Julie head. Donaldson. Okay, and, and I see her model. all the time. She, I see her yeah, all the NBC, time. Formerly NBC Sports Washington. I, I see her all the time on Twitter. Just, I mean, just doing good things. I mean, in fact, yeah. I've seen it. The, the Washington football teams, you know, saying I haven't had this much fun in a long time. We haven't even played it down yet. Which to me, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you know. We've never been more informed as fans. Right, right. And then, and then doing this, you know, as president, I mean, you guys needed this. You guys needed a good thing. You guys needed good. Um, everyone needed to talk good about you. You guys got tired of people talking bad about you. This is good. Hopefully you can stay up. Hopefully you guys can take this and do some wins on the football field. Because, I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're, we're crushing it off the field. We went off the field all the time. Pants and picnics. Bruce Allen. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The culture is damn good. 
Do you remember? <laughs> you know, and so that's about the culture. It's damn good up until all the sexual harassment allegations came out. Um, I, I, so I don't. So I mean, but listen. So this guy, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I I'm always cautiously optimistic. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, they, they suck me back in. I mean, Ron Rivera, they outkicked their coverage on the hire. Um, and this guy, Jason Wright, seems, I don't know. It's its like I got a feeling about him. But um, it's its with his youth, he's 38 years old. Uh, and I feel like he's going to have a pretty good pulse on the league. Um Similar to like a John Lynch, I mean, you know, uh, this this these young smart guys. It's it's the league is ever changing, and it's once again shifting towards this youth and these guys that seem to be really smart. So you know, he seems super duper smart. Um, and of course, you know, there's the there's there's the Max Kellermans out there. Oh boy. Um. That's a bad name. Basically, just it's saying probably one of the most racist things because that's you know people are like, oh, it's just a PR, it's a token hire, it's a PR move for Dan Snyder to look at. But it's like you know, it's like Jason Wright said to Michael Strahan, he was like, yeah, I, I was the most qualified guy for the job, and it's like, thank you. Like, you know what? That's, that's about that's time. what we're looking at here. Like it's, we it's, want we want smart, qualified people to run this. Fucking shithole of a franchise. It's about time. You know, turn it around. And so, you know, with him and, and Rivera, yeah. Um, Chico? Hopefully, old Chico. Yeah. Hey, Chico? Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can, you know, we're on the right track because, yeah, with, with the talent and, man, I'm excited. So. Well, man, football game's in three weeks. So, I mean, it's time to get excited. You know, and if they can carry this, you know, the last couple of weeks, what's going on off the field onto the field, then you guys might be, you know, at least eight wins, you know, at least. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's optimistic. Um, you know, it's like, a, sure. it's like you guys right now are trying to be like a fairy tale book, you know, have that bad stuff going on in the, in the beginning. I mean, I just want the, and now good stuff the at the sustainable, end. sustainable culture. The Seahawks have it. Kansas well, City has a long time. The Patriots are probably the godfathers of sustainable culture. It took uh, them a long time too. Pittsburgh Steelers have basically always yeah, had. That's that's the that's the you know that they're the gem, man. They, I mean, you look at the Steelers organization, the consistency throughout the years. Um, and, and, you know, I can only remember a couple years of them being bad too. Honestly, they've they've hardly and to see what Mike Tomlin did with that team last year. Um, great coach. I mean, he really should have gotten coach of the year. People wouldn't think it, but he, when you see what he had to work with and what he ended up doing with their season, and uh, you know, going eight I, and eight, you know I, what I mean? Like they, I, I don't think the sports writer should decide uh, coach of the year, GM of the year, blah 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 blah. I think it should be. The other general managers, I think it should be the other inside football teams personnel to decide all that stuff. Yeah, I, I really don't think that you know, the, the I, I really don't think the newspaper guys should be able to 
decide that. All they yeah. do is report it. They don't know what's going on. They might, they might, you know, more yeah. people know more about stuff than others, but not, not all of it, you know? No, man. So, um, again, I mean, we're, you know, we're in a positive direction. It seems, um, hopefully Dan can, can realize, you know, that he has to stay the hell away. You hire yeah. smart people to do their jobs and just let them do it. And you know? I think he's learning that. I think, you know, he wants a second, ch- third, fourth. How many chances? This the fourth? I mean, the, you know, uh, Bruce Allen at first seemed like a blessing. Um, but after a while, it was just, you know, no, Horrible. It, was, it was, yeah, Bruce Allen was, he was making, you know, he was winning off the field. He, he was um, getting these great, great deals these great signings on mediocre players you know like um and he was dan's uh wings and beer guy so dan didn't want to get you know what i mean he didn't dan and dan's a recluse he doesn't like coming out in the public you know you saw how awkward he was everybody thinks the happy thanksgiving thing was like a joke to Ron Rivera because we beat the Panthers right after Thanksgiving, but right. it wasn't a joke. Like that's uh, like he he clams up in front of people. Like Dan is not a, a public figure at all. Like he, yeah, he's. It was New Year's Day for crying out loud or whatever it was, and he's talking about Happy Thanksgiving like an idiot. <laughs> um, so Bruce would do all the talking for him, and so he would, you know, that's that's how that's how he made his living the past ten years was we'll just let Bruce do it. And then, so now he's, it seems like he's getting a taste of, of competent people doing their jobs and good. Hopefully he likes it enough to, to just stay away. So good. Cause I mean, all NFL needs is more teams up and coming and be good. So, I mean, I love when two good football teams play against each other. I don't like two horrible teams play against each other. And if Redskins can get better and be good, that's, it's better for the NFL. Yeah. It's not good for business when you have shitty teams playing each other. It's not good for business. Um, I mean, they still get the ratings just because they're going to get something out of it. Um, Yeah. Well, just because, I mean, it's it's just the the product. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's, it's the product. It is, uh, it is one of the best drugs in the world. Um, All right. Well, uh, onto some, is that all the, what you got? Oh man, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. that's this this whole pod's probably going to be mostly like a "What do you got?" We've been so exhausted, like this these these rolling blackouts and thunderstorms, oh, technical difficulties. It's been uh, you guys got to understand, it's like been a technical difficulty. We're just a couple of dudes. We're a couple of dads trying to a couple um, of dads trying to put know, something out, crank out this pod. Uh, hopefully entertain a few in the process. And, um, so when it comes to technical shit, I'm, I'm still trying to get my feet under me. So, but we'll get there. Just, just hang with us. We'll get there. Um, I had a, so Alex Smith was cleared. Ain't that awesome? Off the pup list. That's, that's good news. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, um, his family was spraying him with champagne and everything. He got, I mean it of course it was noticed how he was kind of clumping around when he Mm. came out of that door Uh, gingerly um, I guess supposedly he's got got some some club foot 
Uh, it's when your nerves haven't fully regenerated yet. Um, so you can tell that he's kind of got a little bit of that going on. Um, I just, you know, we've talked about it, I think. Um, it, it, it can't happen. Like, I, I, it's, it's one of the most feel-good comeback stories of all time in sports. It, it really is. Um, but he can't. This is it. For, for the Washington football team, he cannot step foot on the football field. Um, he can practice. He can be on the roster. There's no point in cutting him. He's getting his $20 million this year. Another. Next question. year, we have an out. Um, I have a question. Do you think, just, just, you know, crazy thought, do you think if he does good in camp and another team's quarterback gets hurt, do you think maybe they'll trade for Alex Smith? Man, I just don't know. I mean, that's the like, and and he's not letting on that. You know what I'm saying? He he said he he had an interview with Julie Donaldson, and um, that's that's what he was saying. You know, like he he's still in his mind. Like this is what he was after. I mean, he he made some good points. Um, he talked about how, you know, he couldn't he couldn't tell his kids to give it all they got and to never quit if he had just quit, you know, because players and and friends were telling like, man, right off into the sunset, like just retire. You got tons of money. Um, Most people don't realize these, these alpha competitors. I mean, uh, I try to explain it to my wife, like the, you know, these guys that make it to the NFL, they've been playing football since they can walk. It's, well, it, it, you, you know, he, here's the thing. All right, he's uh, 36 years old. He's uh, <laughs> he's a number one draft pick. He was uh, born in Bremerton, Washington, and so I mean, he, oh, he's boy. gonna try. <laughs> wow, he's a night, huh? <laughs> I mean, it, he he's gonna try. You know, yeah, and dude, he, the former I mean, first round draft pick, he's gonna try, do his thing. Um, and I mean. I, I, I'm going back and forth. Do I want him to? Do I want to see him go under under center and have him play? You no, know, dude. have the risk of him doing that. It's so cringy. But I mean, if like I, the the first time he were to be in a lot and take a live snap in a game, like practice is even different. You know what I mean? It's like right. oh, he shook he shook what what would have been a would be tackler. He's got so, the yellow jersey on. Like it's it's not even getting cleared to play because you know. So he's off the pup. So he doesn't have to do individual drills. He can go practice with the team. But man, um, the theory out there is like if there wasn't a preseason, would he have gotten a cleared off the pup list? Like if there was a preseason, excuse me, if there was a preseason, would he have gotten cleared off the pup list? Because we don't think he would have. Um. You know, well, what happens so, if he goes? What happens if he goes to a different team and and gets under the huddle? Would you? Would you want to see? What's going oh, on? I would watch it, but yeah. um, because I mean, maybe it's just. I mean, the, the, the his accident happened with just, same as Joe Theismann, same exact quarter, oh, same exact yard line, yeah. same exact down, same exact time on the field, same exact score. I mean, it was yeah, it was total eerie. everything. Eerie, yeah, um, it was eerie. If he goes to a team, let's say, okay, let's say the Los Angeles uh, Chargers, right? Say he goes there. Yeah. 
their quarterback away, right? They're not going to let their rookie play. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he's good. I just don't see him taking him to the playoffs. But let's yeah. say Tyrod gets hurt and they call for Alex Smith. Do you let him play for the Chargers or is he a backup to the rookie? Man, I mean, that's a, it's it's like, man, I just don't seeing him just kind of clunk around in that little 30 second video that was on Instagram. Like I, I, it's like, man, I know that you're getting cleared for all this stuff. And, but I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if anybody's gonna, um, in good conscience, let him take the field for them again. I could be totally wrong. Like this could be a freezing cold take, you know what I'm saying? But as far as as my team is concerned, it can't happen. They they can't let it happen. Right. Um, but and and that's the thing. It's it, people want to make like a quarterback controversy out of it. Um, the it's Dwayne's team. It's Dwayne's job to lose at this point. So it's like uh, uh, I heard a good analogy. So you know, um, the Yankees every year, the AL East. It's the Yankees division. You know what I'm saying? It's their division to lose every year. Um, is it just going to be handed to them? No. They still have to earn it. But you know what I mean? Like everybody knows the AL East belongs to the Yankees for the most right. part. Right. Um, and and that's usually been the case. But anyway, um, so like that's a, it's Dwayne's job to lose. And what's the future in it with, with us? 36 years old, um, coming off one of the most horrific injuries in history. Well, you know, if, wow. if he does play good in, in, in camp, because like you said, there's no uh, games in training camp this year. Uh, and if someone gives him a sixth or fifth round draft pick, I think Washington will get that. I think they'll trade him for that because it's a draft pick. Well, the other thing is that contract, that, yeah, because that's that's the thing. Washington too. will have we to gave, pay for that contract. We gave him this this massive deal, and well, that's a, yeah, like we just don't want, yeah, we just we don't want to send like if we can give him a front roll job and make him at least somewhat earn that money, <laughs> that would be nice. All right. Well, what, um, what about this? What about this? Well, let's say you know they go to him and say, look, uh, you're not going to make the team but we want you to be part of the coaching staff. Um, quarterback, assistant quarterback coach slash running back slash wide receiver coach. Would you yeah. like that? I mean, yeah, man, he's, he's a smart guy. He's, he's a, he's a, a, a smart, I mean, savvy football player. He, he, yeah, he, he didn't make it this long for being a total bum. Right. Um, but I think this year he is probably going to be on the roster. That's number three, QB three. And you know they're going to keep um, three quarterbacks with what the shit's going on with COVID and everything. Yeah, like you got to. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, we'll see, man. Um, like I said, it's 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 a feel-good story. Like if, if anybody hasn't watched Project 11, you have to watch it. It is – it's wild. It's, it's a wild documentary. Um, the guy almost lost his life. It really was just uh, it, from from his wife almost having to make the decision to chop his leg off while he's just barely coherent enough to to open his eyes. 
can't make a decision for himself. He's fighting for his life. 600, I think I heard 637 days since it, since it happened. Yeah. It's been a while. And, um, it, it is, man. It's truly remarkable, but, uh, that's, that's about that. I can't see him do it. I, I just, no, if, if, if it were me, I understand. Like I said, you, you got to tell yourself in your head, like the, like I'm coming back from this. I'm going to play football again. And then it's like leading up until that point where they're like, well, you're good to go, man. Um, then I would probably say, yep, that's, that's what I needed. Um, but I don't know, listening to him today, uh, in the interview, I, I get the feeling that he wants to play. Well, he's just the quarterback that, you know, has more stuff to do on the field. Oh, yeah, he's man. He's 36 years old, though. I mean, he's a competitor. All right. Well, you know, we uh, that that's the good news. Bad news is uh, last week the Big Ten and Pac-12 canceling their seasons um, after they released their schedule again six days later. Which is kind of <laughs> bullshit because I mean, why would you release another schedule if you're just going to cancel it six days later? Doesn't yeah. make any sense, right? So I don't know. Now, now Fields is petitioning. Um. Well, I mean, so the Big Twelve, ACC, and SEC are going to play, okay? And so, yep. uh, Trevor Lawrence, I guess, is uh, he has a petition out, and I guess he has over two hundred thousand signatures to say, "Hey, you guys never asked us." If we didn't want to play or want to play, you guys never said anything. I think it's Justin Fields who said that, quarterback from Ohio State. Yeah. But, but I mean, look, like what we talked about before, these kids are 18 to 21 years old, okay? The best thing for them to be is on campus playing football because they're not going to get the damn virus if they're together in a bubble, not doing anything, wearing masks always and even if they do it's it's you're you're again the 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 your flu levels um the flu can kill people (laughs) the flu kills people every year right um and so uh and no you know i don't know if you've got underlying conditions i i understand that but um um, you need to take your precautions but I, i still think yeah, even if they were on campus, and if you're maybe immunocompromised, I mean, once you're once you're a month in, if nobody's leaving, if you're you're living in your dorm, whatever, um, I guess if you don't if you don't live on campus, then maybe you have to distance learn. And, and you know, this all started because a former Florida State basketball player named Michael Ojo died from having COVID, he was, yeah. he, he's, he was done with the disease and stuff like that, played basketball, but this COVID ain't no joke. It started messing with his heart and he died from a heart attack on the court. And so that's the reason why people are saying, no, we can't play football. Right. That's just yeah. one person. That's just one person out of many players that are playing. Prof- I mean, I under, yeah. And that's the thing. And it's like a, a, a single loss of life is, is devastating. It really is. Yes. yes. But man, people die in this country every day. Um, every so, day. And, so the NCAA president, Mark Emmert said, we cannot at this point have fall NCAA championships, except they will have a championship for football. Now <laughs> I overheard, uh, a conversation between, um, 
uh, a KGR broadcast up in Seattle, okay? They're interviewing Jimmy Lake. And he said, you know, I agree with us canceling the season. And he said that in due time, the other three big five conference will cancel their season too. That was coming from the head coach of the Washington Huskies. Now, I don't know how much truth that is, but I mean, if and the coach said that in one of the, you know, Washington Huskies are not the best, but they're a pretty good power five football team. You know? Yeah, yeah. When I was a little kid, man, they were always kicking ass. Okay? Yeah. Um, um, you're not going to get the SEC to cancel their season. No. Well, that's conservative Bible Belt country. Like they, they are they not do, going to cancel their season. And if they do, it's going to hurt all the sports and collegiate. Okay, it's going to hurt little towns oh, that yeah. need the football season for them to stick around. I mean, I mean look what's yeah. going on now. Look, look what's going on since no one can go to work, go to school. Um, everything's closing down. Everything is closing down. They can't do anything. You know, yeah. and. It, it, it sucks. It sucks. You can't go anywhere. I mean, I'm tired. I, look, I love staying at home, but when I can't go anywhere and I know I can't go anywhere, I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you tell me not to, and that's what I want to do. Yeah, more. You t- I want to go to a baseball game and I don't like baseball. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, man, it's been such a bummer. Um, so I mean the only uh, you know the only encouraging thing that I I heard recently was just know that it's going to be gone at some point you know things well, have to resume to normal but I hope uh, so I mean I mean well, there was a now. there was a so let me get to the audio clip that we got um there was a high school football coach in something like maybe Harrisburg Pennsylvania um he he came out in an interview basically kind of saying what we've all wanted to say when it comes to canceling all these high school sports and these high school kids that, um, you know, their, their, their sports are done. I mean, we, we got into it a little bit, but that's, that's, you, you got to understand like a lot of this, this is the ticket for a lot of these guys to get out, start earning money for their families um and with the cancellation of college i mean you know you can't get drafted if you don't play um but anyway we got a we got an audio clip it came from the team 980 aired it the other day um and yeah he he kind of hit the nail on the head when i hear things like it's not worth the risk first of all as a coach i've been i've had the opportunity to watch this football team at Bedford prepare for this year. And we told them, you know, if you wear your mask, you social distance at meetings, you know, split your time in the weight room. They've done all those things. We said, if you follow these protocols, you will have the opportunity to play. To now come back to them and say, you've done everything right, but you know what? We, we still don't have the, the will to let that happen. And I think back to those words, it's not worth the risk. We know most of us up here have either played or been a part of athletics. We understand that there's inherent risk to what we do. That's why there's an ambulance that sits out by the football fields on Friday night. We know that there is risk, but always that risk benefit reward ratio has always been left up to the families to determine, is this worth the physical risk? Well, I don't see any difference in that now. And quite frankly, the governor has himself said when he was out in a protest in the streets of Harrisburg, he said when asked, 
did you follow your own protocols? He goes, no, I didn't because I felt the cause was worth the risk. Well, we cannot just allow one person in Pennsylvania to, to, serve, to discern for everyone which causes are worth the risk and which are not. That decision needs to be left up to parents and it needs to be left up to families. Is it worth the risk? I believe that in my case it is. Maybe some other people don't. But at the end of the day, if we're going to leave that decision only up to one person, then we have a problem that's far greater than COVID. Amen. Yeah. Amen, yeah, brother. 100%. Um, 100%. God, man, that guy hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, best thing about it is, is that, uh, did you get tested for COVID? No. No. I'm okay. So, um, my wife did, her cousin did. Um, I, I work by a huge tent where they test people. And, um, did I know I, I did not get tested. I saw what they do with that, uh, Q-tip. No, no, but yeah, I mean, Amanda has to get tested. Amanda has to get tested. Well, they have a new. They have yeah. asked. Tell her that they have a new saliva test that is a yeah. lot better. What um, the guys for the NBA came up with. Yes, it's a lot better, than, and people can get it. Yeah. It's cheaper. It's more realistic. Um, it's. I mean, some of these tests they do. I know someone who was standing in line to take a COVID test. Okay, and it, it was taking way too long, so he decided to walk off. A week later, he gets uh, in the mail saying that he tested positive for COVID. He's like, but I never took the test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know? Man. And so uh, I don't know how realistic this is. There's a football player, John Ursua, for the Seahawks, who, you know, uh, they were in in the bubble for a good 10 days, and all of a sudden he came up with a positive test. And he's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. And then the next that's day. That's what happened with Juan Soto in the Nationals. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't you know, these tests. I mean, they they do make mistakes. I understand that, but you're messing with you know crazy. You're messing with other people's life. Look at Stafford for the Detroit Lions. Look what him and his wife had to go through because yeah. he got a uh, uh, fake positive test on him when he never did. You know, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Get rid of these uh, nostril scratching your brain tests. Get the saliva test. A lot more people will do it. Not afraid to do it. And more yeah. than likely, it's going to be more realistic if it's a positive or negative. Oh, Amanda's mad because I don't have to get tested when we go in to have the baby. <laughs> I was like, do you want me to get tested just because? Like, I will. You know what I mean? I'll get both both sticks up both noses. So just. what they do is is they first they take the Q-tip and put it down your throat. Scratch your throat, right? And then oh, they boy. put the same Q-tip and put it up your nose. Okay. That's kind of gross. And I told, well, I'd rather have it that way than do the nose than the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> and so um, Jordan's like, so you're telling me you won't take the test when I had three of your babies? I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> if you put it like Why that, you always got to bring up the kids. You, you know? And, and I was like, man. Like, man, trick low the kids. <laughs> I, I do not want to take this test, man. I mean, um, buddies at work are like, ah, it's nothing. They just tickle your nose. I'm like, no. I've heard that it's not that bad, so I don't know. Here's I, I my thing. Really... They're going to take it and put it in on my brain, scratch it, right? And I'm going to sneeze. Yeah, that's what they say, but I guess you don't sneeze. Like, you, it makes you feel like you got to sneeze. I don't know. Buddy, but um, you know me, man. I'm a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's 
crazy shit in the day. Uh, I mean, uh, was it your words? It's it's like it wouldn't be standard operating procedure. It'd just be like some off the wall fucking. I I think you said I think you said one time like no one understands Nick except for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like your interpreter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's it's gotten a lot better. Especially when Buddy gets fired up about something. Oh man, I I start speaking three thousand languages all in one. Yeah, you can't take the word literally. It's all (laughs) metaphors. You gotta (laughs) you gotta dissect it. (laughs) You know, I, I will say this. You know, and and. I, I don't care, but I just thought it was funny. Well, I guess I care a little bit. Um, <laughs> there, there's a, there's a, uh, a buddy of ours, and uh, I said something about COVID on, you know, something about flu and stuff, just like COVID, blah blah blah. And a buddy of mine got really upset. Um, oh you, yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know who I'm talking about? I don't know. Em. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. And so uh, my birthday was just a couple of days ago. And every year he's like, you did it. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like that. Nothing, huh? Nothing. Man, he's so consumed by that shit, though. Like, he's so scared for his mom. And it's like, I get it, dude. But I, I, I get it, too. I mean, but, I mean, he, uh, um, I'm, I, not, I, I'm not sure. I Like, destiny. I'm not sure I believe in it. Um, well, but you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm I'm like, I I get it, man. Just take the proper precautions, bro. Like, there's no reason to get feeling any kind of way towards any of your friends. Really upset. And, you know, yeah, he did. And, you know, all I just did was feel how I felt with with all the research that I saw and going on. And maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was right. No one knows. You know, I mean, that's just, why I've been so hesitant just to even step foot in this COVID pool. You know I what I mean? Say, of I, knowledge, because it. it's like I nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. The doctors don't know anything. The scientists don't know anything. They're just they're you know. I mean, that's, it's guesswork at this point. Educated guesswork, and so I, you know, I, my natural routine is is basically social distancing. So, um. You know, like I, I, I've been wearing the mask to go into the store. I don't fully believe in it, but you know, I got to do what I got to do. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I understand people that are that are concerned about it, but um, it, it's 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 really been a bummer. Um, almost as much of a bummer as talking about the damn COVID, as long as we have on this episode. And we're back. Everyone threw a flag on us from that COVID stuff, but this is offsides. <laughs> so there's a, since Everybody there might not be any Saturday football, NFL might take the uh, Saturday schedule and run with it to make even more money because of what's going on. What do you think about that? Bro, how great would that, like, I mean, man, my wife would hate me, hate me. It, it's um, uh. Man, if you're dominant Thursday night, Saturday, all day Saturday, Sunday, all day Sunday, Monday, Monday night, <laughs> like, man, she would be so mad. Oh man, oh man. Um, I I am thank so I'm thankful that football see at least starts in the fall, but um, and it's always you know crappy weather here, so it's like I don't feel that obligation to like go take 
the family to hike some bullshit trail somewhere or some <laughs> shit. I'm like, you know what I mean? On a Sunday, I'm just, just like, oh man, yeah, it's pissing rain out there. Go play in your room. Kids. <laughs> Football's coming on. Oh man, it's raining um, harder than a cow pissing on a flat rock, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, a, like you know, so I, I, I feel zero guilt about that. I'm just like, yeah. Um, well, you know, if they move college football, let's say that's not canceled, they move it to the springtime and they do that on Saturday, all those days. They're talking about a new TV package as well. Where Thursday and oh, Monday yeah. will go to ESPN and ABC. They'll get ESPN will get one day, ABC will get the other. There'll be no more conference for T V packages. It would be a lottery. So both CBS and both Fox will get both AFC and NFC and they'll just draw from the hats on what games they get. Right? That's gonna be good. Like I said, I I like Fox's graphics. Well, Fox but, is great. Um, yeah, but uh, and and I will say this. So I like Joe Buck. I can stand him more for some reason, um, calling football than I can baseball. Well, there's something about there's something about Buck and Aikman, man. They like um, playing calling football, you know. But there's also there's a guy that who's a second guy. His name is uh, uh, Charles Davis. Um, yeah, he moved over to CBS. Uh, to be their number two because they got rid of Dan Fouts. Because um, it was Davis and like uh, uh, Burkhart. Right, and they were pretty good. Right. They, they, they were, were good. good too. Yeah, I, like, I got them a lot with the Skins but, uh, games. But uh, Charles Davis got more money to go to CBS, and he's the number two guy now, and he's like, let's go. And, and, I like know, Charles. Yeah. And he's just calling football games. It doesn't matter what, what three letters are on his shirt. He just wants yeah. to get, you know, call games. You know, He's good. And, and, you know, honestly, you know, even though they're the two different stations, they should just have one graphic and call it football. Yeah. I mean, you know? that's like I said, it's, but you know, it is what it is. They, they got to throw their little bit of flair on it. You yeah. Know, CBS. Yeah, that's like, true. They were like, you want us to do what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you want us to be Tell Fox, the Fox huh? exec nah. that he can come nah. on in here and talk to me like a man. Nah. And then uh, they're also nah. talking about Sunday ticket. And how AT&T owns DirecTV now. And their contract's up, I believe, in two years, if I'm not mistaken. And they're talking about... I thought it was about, earlier than that, but yeah, you're probably right. They're, they're talking about maybe giving it to um, streaming networks. Not just give it to one person. Just let everybody have it. And you get it, you get it. People can watch damn football. You know, it could be on Peacock. It could be on ESPN 7000. They could be on uh, FS1. Yeah, but just, man, just like HBO, you know, just just put it on somewhere where it's easy for people to get, so they can watch what they want to watch. See, I, well, in, I mean, that's the thing; it's got to be a separate entity all its own because you can't have, you know what I mean? Like the, if you're gonna have access to every game in different regions, then you you know you got to have an app or something. But my fear is. What we have going right now is a pretty good thing. Oh, it's pretty good, um, yeah. Yeah, we we've we've found the loop. Oh, we found the loophole. Loophole, yeah. Um, and so it's like it. My fear is that so then if they make it more available, then we're gonna have to pay more money for it. Oh man, there's always gonna be someone that's gonna be doing what they're doing. They'll always have yeah, but for that but maybe not as soon, you know. No, I mean, no. it took a while for for us to find what we found. That's um, true. That's true. I'm I'm not going to be cryptic. I mean, it ain't a secret. Um, 
you can get on eBay. eBay, man. Sunday ticket, it's like 30 bucks. And then what I did is I got a fire stick for my TV. So the fire stick, you go download the Sunday ticket app, bing, bang, boom, 30 bucks. Sunday ticket. You talk to your direct TV buddies and talk about how they're just getting reamed for <laughs> 600 bucks for fucking season. Like, oh yeah, I just paid 30 bucks and I got yeah. everything. Then you have pricks um, like us and pay 30 bucks and get, you know, Sunday ticket. Yeah, and off somebody's account. Red zone like, stuff. oh yeah, you can sell my info. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm getting So paid. yeah, man. Trying to get that $600 back. Yeah. So um, that's my fear is that if it is something of that nature, like its own app or something like we're going to have to pay uh, a pretty penny for it. So, well, all right. Well, that was episode uh, four of uh, Offsize Podcast. Uh, please go online and check us out on Podcast Offsize on Twitter and where they can find us on the uh, Gmail. Hit us on the Gmail, offsidespodcast1 at gmail.com. Um, you can find us anywhere that you find podcasts. Uh, and rate us, review us, let us know how we're doing. Um, that helps us out a lot. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're trying to get on a more frequent schedule. Ultimately, we'd like to crank one out every couple of days. So um, it's Monday now. Maybe looking at Wednesday night, we're going to try and get another one out for you um you ever have any topics you want discussed um you can always email us hit us up on twitter um and we're gonna eventually start doing some live shows so we can take some calls uh get some input from listeners um and start really gearing up man for this season it's it's i can smell it <laughs> like oh, yeah, i can, I can like smell rain. it man it's it's in the air you know Phil Collins said it best. Um, so I'm, I'm getting a little geeked up, but, uh, trying, trying, trying to remain, you know, as calm as I can until it's really go time. Uh, right. but I did, I, I saw a little, uh, uh, work you up video of some padded practice, you know? So I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'm liking this. Uh, all right well any last words man uh, i mean that's all i got boss all uh, right well see you guys next time if you uh see us go over the line before the ball's hiked uh throw the flag <laughs> sides this has been another edition of the offsides podcast check us out every week for the latest news and information if you have questions or comments contact us on twitter at podcast offsides or email us today at offsidespodcast1 at gmail.com offsides i like it it's great it's wonderful